2: on oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say.
0: You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey. What's going hey. Out? hey. Well, I haven't seen y'all in a minute since we ain't recorded, yes. since we had those interviews planned. <laughs> Yeah, How y'all been doing? Let's do a check-in I'm <laughs> doing
2: good um, The weather been bothering my My mental Like it, it, was, it was It was cute for a minute You know, Texas don't get cold first but Then they start getting gloomy And then the winter hit I was like, ooh, this is kind of Playing with my mood So I've been trying to get back in good spirits And then work, my new manager Been trying my pussy So like you, they get very much So, um I'm a new girl and I have to rearrange some hands type thing. It's giving that. So I'm like, okay, so you you wanna be you wanna micromanage. Let me get on my share.
1: Uh how I've been just been healing. I'ma get into that, but um uh, just been healing physically. Um been feeling very vulnerable. because sometimes post-op stuff can make you feel vulnerable. And it's just out of your control no matter how prepared you can get, especially if it's somewhere you have uh, dysphoria or... um, Other than that, I've been good. I've just been making my money shit. Still on my my money shit, trying my best. Mm. What about you?
0: (laughs) Sure, I'm I've been doing fucking amazing. There's <laughs> so many good things happening. I got approved for my home loan, so I'll be moving into a home. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a, a good for my credit, sickening. Well, it's been sickening for a minute, but I've been kind of you know, so you there's certain things that you that intimidate me because I don't know them. So until you go mm-hmm. through a process, you don't know. So I've been kind of in- intimidated by the getting a mortgage process because I, I I thought it was harder than what it was. So I'm talking mm-hmm. to my friend, Aria, the other night, and we were talking about properties. And so we were on um, Zillow looking at properties in the area just because. And we're looking at certain places, and I'm like, oh, my God that's right by me. And I love, I love my area. So I was like, Oh, let me see how much Mm -hmm. it is. And so I go and they do this little thing where you to see if you can get approved, but I didn't go through them. I went and went through my own bank. Um, Mm -hmm. And so when I went through my own bank, my bank was like, Oh yeah, here you go. You got (laughs) pre-approval. Cause you already ready. You have, you know what I'm saying? You have enough. enough, um, You, your credit is perfect. Not perfect, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. It's, it's in a good. It's where it's supposed mm-hmm. to be, Um, and cool. And so the, I went mm-hmm. through the process thinking that I was just testing it out to see, you know, just to see how the process would go. And it was so easy. And I was thinking that it was going to be this hard thing. I got to go to the realtor. I got to. I got to prove my income. Like da, da 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 da. Which you do have to do that, but. I have all of that. So I thought it was going to be harder than what it was. And so once I did it, it was like, oh, this was fucking easy. I could have did this years ago. And you know what I'm saying? Really? I just I've been scared because I didn't, I didn't know the process and I didn't know, and I don't, and I, I don't come from a middle-class or rich family that, mm-hmm. that, that none of my family I know had property in regards to like my immediate family. So I don't, I don't know how to, mm-hmm. I don't know who to ask. And so, yes, of course I can Google, mm-hmm. but it's so general and you know, yeah. I, I didn't know how easy mm-hmm. that it would be to get approved for my loan, um, even after the pre-approval and you know, it just was, it just was more, it was much, much more easier than I thought it was gonna be. So I'm happy about that because I've been tired of renting and my fucking yes. monthly, my monthly cost will be even less than what I'm paying now. Okay. You know That's so, it. A three-bedroom so I can have a room specifically for the, a, a Marsha's Place studio. Y'all know I turned my fucking, okay. y'all was there. I turned my fucking mm-hmm. dining room in a one-bedroom apartment into the studio. But I want us to have mm-hmm. an actual room just for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, dope. you know, so that I, that was that's good news. What else has been going on? Y'all know I just did the Winter Gala with yes. Madison. You were y'all wore that out. Did you like I, that you was waiting out? for that collab? Bitch. We was,
1: was
2: waiting I, for that collab.
1: Cause I was like, you know, I wonder why Diamond and Maddie haven't done like at least a video together, some type of video, or Queen's Court or anything. And then it happened. I was like, hey.
0: Well, one I of the reasons that. is I don't come to Atlanta often. Y'all know I hate Atlanta. I hate Georgia mm. in in regards to like visiting. Um, it's not fun for me. I don't have fun in Georgia. And so I don't, I rarely don't come, I don't come there. Um, Yeah, it's kind of weird. You know, and y'all know I base my visiting places off a trade.
2: (laughs) Okay, but why don't you have fun?
0: I just don't have fun. I don't have fun in Georgia. I I don't like the men there. I don't like, um... Why don't you like the men in Georgia? I need need to Girl, you know why I don't like the men in Georgia. (laughs) And then
2: because they're open to all? <laughs>
1: open
0: to too much all.
1: <laughs> open, to no. more than all. Oh. open to more than all. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: what's wrong with that? Isn't that the world we're trying to uplift?
0: Yes, uh, on, on the, you know, outside of my bedroom, I want to uplift the world to where <laughs> they <it> want to be. <laughs> but in my own humble abode, in my boudoir, I wanted a little bit more, you know, since head normativity. <laughs> oh, God. You know, and you
2: know you went tired today, so we talked about, girl,
0: do your new yeah. deals
2: in your bedroom, honey. Nobody
0: can say anything different. Nobody can say anything because it's my bedroom, it's my consent. But anyway, that's problematic. <laughs> but so and then we talk about on our when I do my interview on my YouTube channel and on our our podcast, um, she talks about our history being not necessarily negative to each other, but how we were introduced to each other. It was mm-hmm. you know it was a, through a, me interviewing a girl and not tell and telling and the girl telling. Her version of a story, which was which is not necessarily a lie, but Madison had another mm-hmm. version of that right. particular truth, and it didn't make us negative that. to yeah, it didn't make us negative to each other, but it just made um, a tension there that wasn't, you know, that yeah, like, but it was it.
2: juicy. Like I wrote back then, it was like, girl, because you know your mother's storyteller, so I was like, bitch, what's to the, what's. What's in the chapter today, girl? And she had popped up and, girl, and he gave this a laugh. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, rags to riches type of thing. And then back to riches. And I was like, oh,
0: because yeah, it, it was a sickening story. It was, I built this empire. We talk about Jay. Um, I built this um, porn empire I, my house caught on fire and my friends abandoned me and then now I'm back to building it up and blah 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 it was such a great story and so I put it on my channel but you know T.S Madison being one of the friends that supposedly abandoned her was like oh no miss, that's not how it that's not how it is so she got on her camera like, a story uh-huh she was like I get I'm gonna get on my camera and let me respond to Miss diamond Styles is it on is this bitch recording because she needs to hear me <laughs> and that's how it happened. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we always have for years talked about, and the crazy part is she literally has been to my house, but I've never met her in. Really? And y'all like, oh. how can that be possible? Madison. <laughs> right. How they like, how is that possible? So my gay son is also friends with Madison. And she came to pick up his dog because he ended up going to Atlanta and um he needed to pick and he left the dog with me. And he needed to pick the dog up, but she was here for an event, and so he told her, "Hey, can you go get the dog for me?" I was at work, so she had to come to my house. Vanessa had to get come get my key and unlock the door to get the dog, and, <laughs> and take. The dog that would have been me if y'all
2: would have met that way.
0: But we, you know, I was at work, so we couldn't meet in regards to that. So we had. She literally has been to my house and everything, but we just never oh, met wow. in person. That's- Crazy. And so it was cool, but yeah, all of, I think the winter gala went fun. Um, the interview with Madison went fun, but the winter gala was amazing. Us collaborating together and doing this for such a good cause for House of Tulip and for um, um, the Transgender Cultural District. I just feel like that event was so amazing in regards to showing off trans talent. It literally was mostly trans entertainers. Um, There was some cisgender entertainers too, but I just thought the quality and caliber of production was really, really good. And I really, really appreciate it. So it just, this week has been a really, really fun and exciting week, this whole two weeks.
3: Yeah, they did a really good
2: job. I I think I had missed the uh, part because I had came in after work and well, during work. And like I think I came in. it was a Latin, a um, Latinx woman. Like, and she had like on a bra and a panty, and she was almost like, yeah, she was giving no, you me. different angles, and I was like, yes, ma'am. She was getting into it, it. I loved it. I loved. Yeah,
0: always. I love Nina, everlasting Nina. I loved um, Dominique's gown. I love. I love me and TS banter back and forth, just us cutting up and just doing stuff like that. It was so many things that was. That just really was good. So if y'all haven't watched it, I'll put the link in the bottom. You know what it reminded me of? It what? reminded me of a sickening versus. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> me and Madison, right, like kid, kid, it wasn't about his, but it. Rem- you know how when um, Gladys Knight and um, Patti LaBelle had that verse and it was really like a mm-hmm. sickening uh, auntie moment? That's mm-hmm. what it felt like a little bit with me and Madison. This is your two aunties. Uh-uh. up. To share their experience and talking about stuff and sharing, you know, um, trans folks and creating trans <laughs> culture. And it just was really, really fun. It just was a fun was. experience. So that's what it reminded yeah. me of. I can that tell. I feel like, like y'all don't watch verses. Do y'all watch verses? <laughs> I
2: watched some of them. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, just because Z had put it on, we watched the Gucci
1: Versus
2: um, what's
1: his name? Jeezy. Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs> I almost called him a young child.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. you didn't just call it a young I'm man, young jock. Well, that young that baby, verse is. I am not gonna punch you. That that's the verses we watch. Now I think I've also seen. Oh, the first verses I seen was Erica Badu and Jill Scott. That was sickening. Yeah, just hope for that. the whole Erica's marketing skills, whoever her team is,
0: y'all are over. <laughs> And I just like the love that they represent. They really was representing love for each other. So the ones that I watched, I watched three. I watched the Erica and Jill. Of course, I watched the um, Brandy and Monica. Of course, mm-hmm. I watched oh, yes. the, um, Patti LaBelle and um, and um, Gladys Knight. And I also watched the Beanie Man and is it Bounty Killer? Is that mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that one too. So that was the only ones that I watched. I really watched the Gucci Man and Young Jock one. That ain't really my (laughs) music. (laughs) Well see,
2: I stayed in Atlanta for a minute, so I got to like have a cute little feel of of Gucci Man and how his like reputation and a lot of the Atlanta artists and Georgia artists were played like in that region. So it was interesting seeing what he was gonna give. I thought I thought he was gonna give, you know, cow cowboys west type tease. There was gonna be a shootout. But you know, the girls was very grown man about it, the situation. So I still kind of skill.
1: I think I was too young for the goddess night and Patty LaBelle one to really get into it. It kind of put me to sleep. But the Gucci and the <laughs> the Gucci and the Jeezy one, I was growing up at that, like right, right kind of in the middle of that. So I I understand that culture and how they created trap music. Just seeing that, you know, I was able to engage with it. And Brandy and Monica was still kind of, you know, I was on the edge of to where their careers started slowing down. Like that's when I was growing up. So I was engaged in that one, but I still was kind of a little lost. (laughs) And um, But I, for the most part, I, because I have a wide range of genre I like to, genres I like to listen to I was asking Mia I was like okay Who would you like to see Mary J. Blige Like who could you see Mary J. Blige Coming up against Who fucking with Mary J Like I was kind of just having general conversation And what was your answer
2: So my answer was Faith um, Evans I think that would be a cute little
1: battle
0: What about you now? I- I don't know. I don't I don't so, think- Because Versus, uh, I guess the, the, the premise of Versus is about the hits. And I'm just letting you know, Faith Evans ain't fucking with Mary J. Blige about the hits. Thank you. If we just talk, now, are we talking about the voice? So, Faith's voice is slaying Mary J. Blige's voice. But <laughs> okay. with the hits, you can't really fuck with Mary J. Blige. Now, I think not because her career is so long, the only person who would be close because her career came out around the same time and she got hits like Mary J., I mm. would say Tony Braxton.
1: Okay. Tony Braxton. I can see that. Toni Braxton, they both
0: are low-register, alto type of women. Right. Tony Braxton got hits from early 90s just like Mary J. Blige when we talk about another sad love song. Um, you mean mm. the world to me. That, um... Right. She, both of them were on the um, um, the soundtrack for "Waiting to Excel," um, breathe mm-hmm. and let it go, let it go, let it flow, let mm-hmm. it go. That's, that's it. My- Tony mm-hmm. has a lot of hits, and then when we get to her secret album, her Tony have a you know that's where unbreak my heart, say you love mm-hmm. me again. That was her biggest mm-hmm. hit. So when we get into Tony. She is comparable. I don't know if she would slay her because once we get past the Spanish, um, the Heat album, I don't think Tony's, um, that's he wasn't man enough for me. Once we get past that album, she don't really got no more hits. And I think Mary st- was still making hits after that. I think I'm not for sure. She was like,
1: like, like what is it? Um, like no more drama and. Yeah. 911 era. Huh? Yeah. Right. At least a little past that. Um 911
2: was 90s. Was, no, yeah. was
0: early 2000s. Yeah. Was
2: that? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. What,
0: what else? Was, That was around man enough for me. That was around
2: Oh, you know what I was thinking of 411, my bad.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was 90s. Yeah, the runaway love, that was
1: a little later too and more uh
0: even her little song um 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 what's is it what's the song that she was be without you just fine 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 yeah fine, fine, ooh, fine yeah. Even or whatever so she still has been making hits so i won't say that she was slaying mary because mary kind of being consistent with her hits but I know she's comparable where if we're sitting them next to each other playing a song, we're going to be like, yes, that was my sickening Tony. Yes, that was my sickening Mary Jack. Here's another one. Ch- what about Janet Jackson? So I said this years ago. When That's said, a hard one. Not years ago. But I said this because Whitney's had, Whitney Houston has passed away. Mm-hmm. I think if we're just basing on hits, I think a marriage, uh, a Mariah Carey and a Janet versus would be sickening. Really, I was
2: gonna say that just on hits. I was to say that.
0: Now you know their voice is not the same. Now, we not talking about voices. <laughs> no, know, you know <laughs> Janet got his mother whisper, <laughs> and and Mariah, you know she was sickening voice, but now it's kind of shot. but. Yeah. Not voice, but based on just hits Janet got some Sydney hits That get from the 80s um, That's going to make her Compare to Mariah Who started in the 90s Now Mariah got tons of number ones But um, but I think Comparatively if we're watching it And we're hearing each one of them Go hit for hit, I think Mariah And Janet hits Will comp- compete with each other
1: mm-hmm. I also was asking But I- I want to do a guy. But I was just to Avon and um, Kiki Wyatt. I was like, okay, what about Avon? Who do you think would be good with Avon? <laughs> I said Anthony
0: Hellman. You healthy. don't got enough do What's the, What hits do he got that don't include Kiki? Ooh. Uh,
1: <laughs> separated. Separated in oh, four minutes. That's it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I was, now what was, about... was harder was who would be... Uh, Usher's contemporary. Who would be a good... That's, who, that's what I would
2: He don't go as far
0: back, but Chris Brown could play with it. Fuck up, Chris Brown. No, thank you. you no, know, I'm You thinking, don't think so? I think... People keep saying him. I'm like, he don't have enough hits.
1: I would say... With Usher. The only person I feel like...
0: Because Usher has some modern ones, too. Like, oh modern oh, Usher has oh. had hits from the nineties, um, all the mm-hmm. way to the two thousand. Because that's when Confession came out, and then he kind of slowed down in the two thousand ten, like early, like late two thousand tens. Who has <laughs> you, Who has that a male voice that has enough that could follow Usher?
1: <laughs> Mario, which no, this, uh, Trey Songz no. didn't go back that far, did he? No, Trey Songz. I, I think it um, might be R. Kelly, but we can't fuck with him. <laughs>
2: Hmm. I'm not gonna play with you asking that Trey Songs went back to the nineties. No,
0: he didn't. <laughs> I can't uh, remember. <laughs> if R. Kelly wasn't trash, I think maybe it would be him. Yeah. We're probably. talking about his I, and I, career. I, R. Kelly would slay him though. If he, he wasn't would. trash, like take away the trashness. R. Kelly yeah. was him, But they yeah, would yeah, take in their career. Yeah. I can't think of who what other dude. What other dude from the nineties that is still that?
2: Don't really have
1: no hits. He yeah, look, had music, hit, music, uh, music soul child. Music soul child. Was he in the 90s? No. Really we could talk, talk about groups like 112.
2: That's a boy group? Yeah. yeah.
0: Black street. But do they have hits like that? Like when they Boys to men? Ooh. Voice to Men and who? Boys to men, we we cleared it up. (laughs) Usher don't got no contemporary. Okay, so back to the group. So, boys to men, and who else? Ozzy Brothers. Oh,
1: you out of here. You're trying to <laughs> it. Bring me this is the same he nigga tried it. he was too in. young.
0: And he bringing up the Isley Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same nigga that said <laughs> <who laughs> <is>. he was <also laughs> to be on glass of night talking about Isley. Get out of here. And you went <laughs> to sleep. Okay, I like the Isley Brothers, though. I fuck with them. Oh, <laughs> um, your contagion is,
1: is, is a lot of i am going to
2: sleep
1: on that. Oh, the brother. Oh, that's, that's R. Just, Kelly. You no, know, that's just what you call it by yourself. Mr. Mr.
2: Biggs. Oh, oh, Mr.
1: Biggs. That's yeah.
2: Mr. Biggs by himself up. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, um, so, like, girl so groups would definitely men. be, like...
0: Oh, 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 Boys to men and Jodeci. Uh,
2: oh, that would be Signic J- or Jodeci J- in J- J-
0: H-Town. Drew Hill. Not H-Town, bitch. No.
2: That is my... Bitch, I live for the 20th. Boys.
0: Just one. <laughs> Knock in the boots.
2: You know, I know I sit there in line between
0: love and hate. Oh, child, that wasn't no big, big hit.
2: It was, you know, they had a couple of them. Hold on, let me think. (laughs) Emotion.
0: Not compared to um, Jodeci. I want to say Jodeci and Boys and Men would be perfect.
2: Yeah. Yeah. 90s. Definitely, you know, you will put TLC and...
0: Girl groups. So we girl groups now. Girl
2: group. So TLC and Escape. Escape.
0: That's what I was going to say. It's TLC and Escape and In Vogue versus Salt and Pepper. is it bu- <laughs> That would be cute. I didn't think about that, but I don't know. They're not singers, though. So I don't know if I would compare them, but if we just yeah. talk about it, Salt and Pepper and in Vogue they do have an 80s, uh, In Vogue has a hit from the 80s, Hold On and all that stuff came from the 80s. Pepper got, you know, theirs came from the 80s. I, I don't know, I would, I would watch it. <laughs> I will watch it. I think that I- album, but they're not singing, it, it, that's a rapper and a singer. So I don't know if I would compare them, but um, in Vogue, I would put in Vogue with like, um, I don't know who, who would, it would have to be God, it would have to be something like a TLC or something. I would put them I would put them together. Don't know SWV. SWV. I could put them any any one of those groups. Like S I could be it could be SWV with involved. It could be um TLC with involved. I would put them there. Um but TLC got a lot of hits. Um mm-hmm. but I would rather see a SWV and escape. It, it, but yeah, I would rather see that. It's something that's that's more good about those two. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's more, uh, in ball kind of give you kind of classy, you know, classy uh, <laughs> middle age high <high-femme>. film, <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. I don't know, but um, it's something. Who could good you play? About, with? Who huh? could you play Destiny Child? So they came out in the nineties. They came out early late nineties and they went their hits went through the two thousand. God, I don't know. Who came out? They were do- they were dominating during the they, they were like the Nicki Minaj of rap. Yeah, I heard a lot of time that Nicki was dominating rap because no girls was coming out. What group of girls was coming out that was comparing to Destiny Child in lane It wasn't City. any. Yeah. Really, Danny It wasn't.
1: It wasn't. Danny oh D. King tried. <laughs> Danny
2: D. King and the pussy ca- and the pussycat dog. They, they tried
1: to bring it back after after Destiny's Child. It was, yeah, it,
2: it was a little, you know. I ain't go. I live for a pussy cat dog. And a pussycat. little Danny D. Kane. You know a little number, but. <laughs> Definitely,
1: child, made you feel it. I Thank would you. like to see D'Angelo and Music Soul Child, but still, Music Soul Child was yeah, that would be a good one.
0: But okay. I can see, I can watch that. I will watch it. Yeah, me too. I will watch it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. They got some. They both got some good hits. Yeah.
2: Okay. But, well, well who would a, the last one is who would Aaliyah be against if she was still alive?
0: This is it may sound shady, but <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm wow. one of them people I'm like T Pain. I'm one of them people that don't believe Aaliyah would be popular right now. I believe Aaliyah oh. would be acting. Oh, okay. I can see I, that. I don't believe her music she would I don't th- I just don't think that she her music would have lasted uh, would have stood the test of time. I think she would have, and she, and even in her career, she was transitioning to acting. She was mm-hmm. going to, she was doing. I think she would be acting more than she would be. Um,
1: yeah, she was good at it too. Yeah. It
0: seemed like
1: music probably would have brought a lot of trauma around. I don't know her being with R. Kelly and stuff. She probably would have paid. it. That would
0: have been a scandal. As Soon as he started getting wore out, she would have been had to talk about it. It would have been not. I don't not just that, but. Yes.
2: She would. They would have said oh, so. They would have put her on the um. Oh, what's the little series? Kelly. <laughs>
0: she would have been oh, right there. She, I meant, she too private. She would have denied it. She would have been like, "Mm mm." even. You don't think she would have made
2: it high and opened the, up the door?
0: I think she, I think the how Aaliyah did her privacy. I don't think she would have even accepted being on the show. Mm-hmm. No. You know we ne- we never know. We never know. You know. She you know,
2: cause she, she by then by this time mama would have been older, so some things may have changed. We don't know what had taken place. It could have gave bitch. I'm letting it all hang out. True,
1: that would be the- True. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Gag the girls. Oh, y'all want to gag?
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that is Marx's I- plate's uh versus predictions. Let's see how many of us get it right. <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> I said it wrong. You know you I've it. been practicing this whole time. Wait, don't correct me. Give me a second and I'm on. I I'll hope know to to correct to correct you. I don't know how to pronounce it either. <laughs> nah, but I do. I do. I've been practicing because I wanted to say it the right way. So La Vivian, Vin La Vinien. Say it right, Z. No, you got it. All right. Burn wait, wait. Out. You said you got it. Vin- Sound it out. Those clothes.
1: <laughs> Go, go
2: slow. La veneno. Veni- nah, no. Go slow. Just no, it's your, it's, your, it's your topic. My nerves are getting It's your
1: topic.
2: So, okay, so you know, my sisters don't got no lifelines or nothing. Okay, okay. So, your
1: girls
2: okay. just going to watch it, me sing. It's, it's one V. It's one V. La ven- veneno. La veneno. Ow! La veneno. <laughs> 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 so... Uh, I was just watching this, oh my gosh, such an amazing series. Like, I wasn't expecting it to give what he gave. I was like, girl, when I first seen it, I was like, girl, she's beat. This is everything. Is she sickening? Like, I want to see what it's giving. It really did get my attention. Like, like the way, like, the, the trailer that they showed, like, it just reminded me of, like, how the girls in the 90s and barbers would, like, just shake it up with when it will come through and give you all the extra and the flamboyancy and the body and the hair, it just, it made me think it, and I'm just like, oh my God, this probably is interesting, but I don't know like how the directing is gonna go, like how the acting is, so I wasn't sure. But then when I started seeing like the reviews on Facebook and I was like, well, hold on, let me go, let me go see what she's giving because the girls are giving her her roses and her tins. So I need to go, go get into it. So it's really good good oh my gosh she was so good to me um it starts off with a Hispanic um boy who who identifies as gay and then they didn't know what transness is and so you basically just follow this um this trans woman on her journey and um just there were so many aspects like they were they were showing like nudity and like I, I wasn't even expecting it to go as far as they did. I was gagged by some of the nudity that I seen. I was like, "Oh my gosh, bitch! They're actually in the park sucking dicks and, <laughs> girl, somebody got their nipple um bit off and, oh, she's naked. She just got her breath. Like it was, it was, but like it was the reality of it, and it was kind of what I've been needing, was you Because know, you know, y'all know my yeah, actual trans women wasn't just you know we didn't get what we got on. Um, what's that movie called? It was more that raunchy show
1: than Pose. It was, it movie, was that it raunchy. That
2: raunchy realness. Like the everyday feel of what it gives. Sex work. You know, all of that. And that's what, a, that's what I need. Because they, they don't mind doing it for the straight folks. Like, bitch, ain't nothing wrong with our bodies. But like, like, don't be putting like those fake penises on this <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like on Lovecraft?
2: <laughs> like on Lovecraft. That's what I was thinking of on Lovecraft baby the fake
0: penises is too much for me but anyways um <laughs> so I want to give no, you a little bit of context before you continue to go I have not watched it but I what I, what oh. I, I looked up so I thought I was going to be able to watch it last night but um I got a call and so it was it was I was watching it but it was on silent so I'm just seeing what's going on and I'm like what is going on with this show <laughs> but I was having an intense conversation with um you know, this a girl, mm-hmm. she's homeless and needing um, um, housing. She's having housing insecurity, so we had to go through trying to get her a place to stay in, in the moment so she wouldn't be staying in her car. So I couldn't... How's that going? Know. That's going good. We got her an Airbnb um, for uh, for 30 days, so we figure out where she can go. Um, I
2: understand.
0: That's the life of the organizer. Y'all know how we do. Mm-hmm. So in in the situation... I, so I was sitting there dealing with the call, but it was silent and I'm just seeing her, like I seen her bite off somebody dimple and all that kind of, stuff. I was like, what is happening on this show? I can't wait to watch it cause it looks exciting. And so the character that, so this is actual from 20, it's a 2020 series that just started. It is on HBO um, Max, right? Right. And it is, it is based on, um, it's like a biography because this is a real person. And her life, um Christina Ortez. Um um she's a Spanish transgender singer and television personality. Her name is Christina Ortez Rodriguez, um, better known as La Veneno. I, guess, I think that's how you They say actually
1: it. pronounces their, their, their Vs as like B's.
0: So oh. technically it would be veneno. Okay, great. So yeah, thank you. You 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 know you the black and <laughs> Latino one, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so this is a real person that um, has now passed. She has passed away. It was, and it's, it's a good story to, um, to kind of look into our trans history and how, um, you know, somebody of her stature got to the point to where she's at. And so I, I, I can't wait to really sit down and watch it and get into it but it is just by looking at it without the silence without with no sound i was like what is happening on this show this looks like by sickly. so um mm-hmm. so yeah i wanted to kind of get that context it is on hbo and it is about a trans woman who li- this is about living that life like it's part of it was mm-hmm. nothing, part of it was sickening and so go ahead give us the gist of it yeah i mean without it just, spoilers
2: as
0: so much way. as you can
2: it's just it just shows you, like, a lot of like within the, the trans community, we all know a girl like that, like mm-hmm. that that makes their coin, honey, gets their body done, and they're this bad thing, bitch. You get the, and I love to see that. I like to see, I love to see girls like live their dreams and the representations of what a woman is to them, and I, and be able to flourish. She's so beautiful to see, and in the sex work industry they talk about
1: ugly too they show up ugly
2: they showed like just 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 how it is um being in the industry and like how she came up um her having a mother um it, it showed like i got i know dami you could relate to this, like how some girls like being in sex work so long and just like going through a lot of trauma and stuff like some of the some of the girls, they don't go crazy, but because they have so much trauma going on with them, they like develop this survival mechanism type of way of living, and they don't necessarily tell lies, but it's not necessarily the truth either. So you could be talking to the girl, the girl in the picture. She look lovely and stuff, and she'll be like, "You'll be like, bitch, oh, okay." You just went to California, like, what's it what giving? Like, did you make a coin? And she be like, Yeah, bitch, I had somebody come through. I made three thousand dollars in one day, and the other day I made like two, and the other one was like three, like six. And bitch, I came out of Cali with like twenty grand, bitch. And you were like. See if that's possible, bitch. But you're not wearing out if you was able to do that because you don't want to seem like you're the girl that's denying the girl her roses. Like, you did it, bitch, you could you did it, but like some girl, then you end up finding out that like she actually only made like two
0: <laughs> thousand dollars. embellishment queen, Miss Hyperbole. Yay, yes. <laughs> you know, she's adding embellishments. Maybe she may have made some coins, but Not that much
2: (laughs) Right And so like It was just showing like Like how How we How we can recognize So many different trans women Within the group Of the trans women Of her friends It was just beautiful To see the representation from a Latinx standpoint because I see it from um, the Black standpoint as far as trans people and I, I can't wait to see other people tear the, tell their stories and I was I, I feel like this is so beautiful being able to see people actually tell their narrative of what a trans woman is within their culture or just what they've been through like I can't wait to see stories from Asian pe- trans women I can't wait to see stories from Indian trans women like it's, it's so beautiful and I'm happy that it's happening.
0: I think that for me, I, um, on the outside looking in, I, I'm not in the Latinx community at all, but from the outside looking in as, as I grew up, there were always this nuance of acceptance with trans women that I would see that, and it's and not saying that they're not, um, that they like fully accepting and like welcoming. No, 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 I know that that's not the case, but there was these- There, is a, like,
1: accept, huh? there is a culture that accepts them. I, I forgot what they call them. Ah. Oh gosh, I'll figure it out. But there is a culture that accepts them.
0: So in like certain parts. Like in, in in Indianapolis, at the at the cishet Latinx strip club that was popular in our city that had all the Latin girls, there was a trans woman that was accepted to be a stripper there. That would have never happened at the black cishead. Straight club, um stripper club. It would have never happened. A trans woman coming in there and the and the, and the and the and the cis women know it. Oh baby, uh-uh, that's a man. She don't need to be in here making money, da da. da, 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 da. It would yeah, awesome. I did that before, bitch. They
2: turned me
0: right around. Yeah. So but there was a girl in our city that was a trans trans a Latinx trans woman. She was able to strip <laughs> at the um Latinx Club with no problem. And when we go down and when I when I would see other thing, when I came to the South, um, the same thing was happening when I would go into their clubs, like it felt like the trans women people knew about it and they were like, like it was no problem. I want to say it was no problem. But from when I looked how they were maneuvering in the space was almost like there was a little bit of room of acceptance or maybe like, um, just a little bit of room. I don't want to say fully acceptance, oh, you're a woman. But mm-hmm. it felt like that they just had a place in the, a, toler- a more tolerated, that's what it is, a more mm-hmm. tolerated place in the culture. And then when I look at, when I go to Mexico, there's a space where I could see them just kind of being fab. And, you know, because, because there's a lot of overlap. Because when I look at, this may be problematic, but I don't know. But like when I look at, um, Latinx tele- like television, particularly around their game shows. That the way their women, their celebrity women dress and the way they sexualize themselves, it reminds me of when trans women get new bodywork. Like, remi- like when you see trans women who are who have new fresh bodywork that they want to show off, they're mm-hmm. gonna have the shortest skirt, the most boost up titties, they look, they dress on their regular and everyday lives like strippers, and that's what it looks like <laughs> on on like on Telemundo or or when I look at like tr- um, Latinx, um, you know, game shows or whatever. Like those girls, they dress like stripper girls, and I think it's because oh. you know they want to look good for the show. But it's it's just something different about the girls that they have how they present their women that are celebrities in that kind of television realm and this i may be tripping but this is what i see they just they're all they always sexy always got their titties out always in something tight and form-fitting and some heels that's jacked up to the moon they look they dress like strippers do and so Mm -hmm. i always see that and there that there's an aesthetic that overlaps when it comes to trans women and that that especially trans women that are kind of new to the game Mm -hmm. new to being sickney, they kinda overly sexualize their style of dress. Does that make sense?
1: Mm. Yeah. So. I think they call the culture in Mexico specifically, the there's a culture of trans women that are accepted. I think they call them mu mux, mux, muxes. M U X E. I think that's what they're called. I I'm not I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but I think that's what it is. But um, there is a culture that kind of accepts them. But then I also know on the other side, they be getting fucked up.
0: Yes, it's Specifically in Latin America. So. they called M-U-X-E. That's what they're called.
1: Right. And, I, can't, and they're in,
0: um, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's Z-A-P-O-T-E-C cultures. Um, and yes, they're called the M-U-X-E mixes however you say that, Muxi, Muxi, Muxe, Muxi, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. But I knew I had it's it. Almost like a third gender, like um, yeah, like, like in um, in India, it's similar to that. Different, but similar to that, where it's like a third gender that's accepted. It seems like
1: um, that's easier for cis people to understand. They're like, oh, you're something different. OK, you're not saying you're a woman when I mean, you're really a man. That makes it easier for me. So third gender. Cool. Got it. You, maybe that could. And that's actually has benefited people in India from receiving their rights. So <laughs> we look at the history of them saying we're third gender has been easier for them to access, right? So it's interesting seeing people here try so hard to be binary and push over to the other side. It makes this, um, this tension and this clashing. And sometimes I often wonder if we just tell people, you know, I'm different, you know, Which a lot of us do, we say I'm a trans man. I feel like we do that. Yeah, we say I'm a trans man or trans woman specifically, and that's something different, but then you got some that's like, no, I'm just a woman, and that kind of creates a lot of tension and clash with cis folks. That's what I've noticed. Yeah, I haven't gotten to watch their show, I only watched a little bit from what I've seen. It's beautiful, because to actually see real trans people act and, be, and play trans people and tell stories and you already know like for instance I could tell I could instantly tell the lady that was gonna be her mother and I was like she was, I bet you she gonna end up being her mother that's what happened and she ended up being her mother and taking her name when she passed on so it's it's a really good show I'm gonna get into it too
2: it's really, it's really good. I really enjoyed it as a trans person. I I suggest if you're going to watch it, watch it, um, watch the Spanish version, just because you can, you can hear like the characters' tones and stuff and like responses
0: better than like the English version. Mm, okay. All right. So make sure y'all check it out. Make sure y'all check it out. It is on HBO mm-hmm. Max. It is called, what is it called? The La
3: banana
0: or banana. It's just banana. Banana. So, boom. Check it out. That is some trans culture out here that y'all need to get into.
1: 11, 12 days ago, I got facial masculinization surgery. I didn't go all the way because I said I was healing physically and I was feeling vulnerable. And actually... What has made me feel better with facial dysphoria? Well, first off, a beard helped me a lot with facial dysphoria. I still have a little bit um, of facial dysphoria, but uh, that's something that actually I realized bothered me a lot because when I got top surgery, it was like, "Cool, yeah, but that's not where most of my dysphoria was at. I never had a big chest to begin with. But um, I'm deciding to talk about this because I rarely hear men in general talk about plastic surgery they get on themselves. But besides uh, gynecomastia surgery or top surgery um, <clears throat> or just um, a gastric bypass or something like that, but never really aesthetic reasons that much. And um,
0: and I want to say that I appreciate you for being vulnerable like this, because I know you expressed mm-hmm. in some of our private conversations that. This is kind of Mm -hmm. vulnerable, and yeah, it's kind of uncomfortable because
1: I know people will literally like look at me and try to point, (laughs) point out things, and then um, you know. Anyway, they don't. But I also know that this might help other trans men. They might not realize, you know, because we often hear about FFS, facial feminization surgery, but we rarely hear about FMS, and it was really hard for me to find it, even with cis men. And um, like I really had to like dig dig, specifically black men. Like, it, and it's hard to compare as a trans man because cis men already have an anatomy, uh, you know, a masculine quote-unquote anatomy as their foundation. Whereas me, I, I basically was just going in there kind of blind like I don't know what to expect. So the research I've done, um, basically, I just got jaw implants. They call them mandibular implants or mandible implants. Um, He said I didn't need to get my chin done because it was already masked in that first. He he suggested my nose, but I didn't want to touch my nose. I didn't want to look like a completely different person. I just wanted a touch up because I want to feel confident without beard. I didn't want to rely on a beard to feel like I look masculine. like Because I'm a very versatile person with, with my style. I like to change up my style a lot. So um, um, I decided to go along with it. I paid $7,000 $7,125 7, 100, $7, and I got a discount um, because I already went to him. I went to Dr. Raphael in Plano and uh, I saw him do facial feminization on um, several trans women and just their bodies and he's done my top surgery. So I trust. and I seen him do a chin implant on a trans guy. So um, still I didn't know what to expect, but I trust his hands. I know that he's, I've already liked his results with some trans women, but what he done to their face. He's good if you don't need like a lot done. You see what I'm saying? So um, I'm still swelling. I really won't see the full results until like March, like three months. And I was reading an article about it and they said um, it's very common for, first of all, it's a 90% success rate that made me feel confident. (laughs) Um, The only thing that could go wrong is Infections and if your body Rejects the implants Those are the two things So I made sure I was on it I had to rinse my mouth out with peroxide Because they cut on the inside of your mouth Like close to your teeth And I have two big cuts right here I can still feel them And I've just been having to wash my mouth out Every time after I eat with peroxide And I had to eat soup For like Damn near a week, over it, uh, <laughs> I was starving. Um, and I and it still feel, it's, it, sometimes it feels uncomfortable when I eat certain things, I still can't chew hard. But by now, 50% of the swelling has gone away and it still has to keep by, 50% will go away um, by 10 days. Uh, 75% of the swelling will go away by 21 days and uh, 95% will go away by six weeks, and then the rest of it should be gone by three months because sometimes it could still inflame because your body's still adjusting. and the jaw is one of the most sensitive areas in the face because it's like the strongest place in the face. So I'm just grateful to be able to wear a mask right now (laughs) to hide that. (laughs) So, I was like, now would be the perfect time to do it. Cause I remember asking you like about your advice. You said, like, I think you look fine. Like maybe we should wait and blah blah blah. But um Mia said you look fine, but I I know <laughs> I don't know. I knew the difference. Like I know like I, I had structure, you know what I'm saying? Like I had a masculine face, but there's a difference to me between when cis men have structure and when I have structure. Like when cis men have structure, it's like, you know it. (laughs) Like yeah, so, you know, I don't, I didn't expect to come out perfect or whatever. I'm still a small man. I can't compare myself to bigger guys and men that's not my height, that don't have the same frame. Like, I had to go in it like, okay, you need to see yourself before. Like, you need to show some appreciation to yourself before because this face is not going to last. And even then, it was still hard because I didn't realize how uncomfortable I was with my face when I shaved shaved down my beard because I usually wore my beard like... um, Long. Yeah, like six months at a time. Just a long time. But even then, I could still see the... Different, so I just wanted to put that out there.
0: Got on camera today, because so I haven't seen you since you got it. Right, got on camera today. It looks like really uh, slow for me. It looks like y'all remember when Chris Brown went to jail and he got fat in jail and came out. That's what you serving. You serving
1: (laughs) when Chris Brown went to jail? Yes. (laughs) It it feels weird. Like it still. It feels kind of hot still. Like you could tell he's healing. Like. And like the, you, I can feel the cuts. I'm like, okay, be patient, because like it's, it's because I have facial dysphoria. It bothers me because in the article it said it's normal for the patients to often wonder if they make the right decision. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's me. That's <laughs> me right now. I'm definitely feeling this way. Like, uh, oh, I hope I didn't fuck my face up because I already didn't like it. So it sounds so bad. It's not that I didn't like it. Well, it's just, I feel like... I I, just want to be comfortable.
2: But then also, like, as a...
1: Right. Look. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I do.
2: Even, like, as a trans person, like, I feel like having surgery is a little bit... I can't, I feel like it's a little bit more different than like your average person just having surgery, even though I'm not trying to negate anyone else who has, you know, surgery to help them look aesthetically pleasing to themselves. But I feel like, like with us, like when girls like have botched blue jobs or botched like silicone or they get their nose done and they, they shave it, they they pinch it too much. Like a lot of that can be dish, like just, drop for us because to undo work is it costs so much and like it costs a lot to even get it so then you're on this cycle of trying to correct it so Mm. I think that with us it's like we're trying to look how we we envision in our mind versus somebody who may be cisgender where you already you're already the girl you feel comfortable in your body but imagine trying to make you yourself feel comfortable in your body and in, in that foundation p- process. If something goes wrong. And something
1: goes wrong and you over it. Like... Mm-hmm. This one. <laughs> and then one side was more slow than the other one. It was so ugly. Do you know the days of this? And that was t- like the day after. Ap- no, that was two. Yeah, that was the day after. Okay. I'm
2: going to show it now.
1: And the most swelling happens to two to three days post-op. So my face was like a boom.
2: This is how his face That's was the that second part. day.
1: You know, that's how oh, yeah. I yeah. people. And then... That was the, the third. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's finally going down and I'm feeling a little better. And I still, because I I still am like, okay, come on. Like, but I have to be patient. You see what I'm saying? And that was the same thing with top surgery. I had to tell myself to be patient. But I'm also telling myself, you know, it's a huge accomplishment for you because...
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, because that is not easy to come across. Like, $7,000 is not easy to just... You know, especially during the pandemic, if you coming from the
0: ground up and trying to make your own money, you're not rich. But, you know what I'm saying? For like, people who's listening, For people who listen, do you mind telling them how you got there, the strategy?
1: Oh, sure. Being a whore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't want to suck it down. No. Well, man, that's for all of us,
1: no. motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey. I, I really. <laughs> I I have a job. Um, I've been getting, I've been selling shoes, like buying shoes and flipping them.
2: No, Papa, how did you warm. get to the, the the money to pay for the surgery? This now, that's the present. Okay. Nigga, you was flipping shoes to get the coin.
1: Okay, but I, okay. so basically I work a job I um, Did OnlyFans And I just saved my money Like between When I got and you have a
0: partner that You have a partner that y'all are partnering on bills that is important right true, Not all true. y'all are partnering with each other because really. y'all live together y'all in a relationship but even if you know like if you you ain't got to necessarily have a woman or a man but if you have a roommate that is fitting that is helping with bills that also gives you opportunity to save as well so yeah
1: right Right. so yeah basically um, just mostly making money from all fans and my on,
0: OnlyFans <laughs> changing lives every day. Yeah. Not only giving you nuts, but giving you resources. Mm-hmm. <laughs> resources.
1: <laughs> it's definitely changed my livelihood, definitely. And and it's not something. It's not. Um, people think, oh, you just blah, blah, blah. okay. I'm be real. I do fit beauty standards. Doesn't work for everybody. Certain beauty standards for is different strokes for different folks. And I have a certain passability, okay? <laughs> and I, but I also put out content every day, sometimes twice a day. And I built my platform. Like, I worked hard to build my platform. So, I used the tools I was given. I worked for it,
0: okay? So, and
2: the MP, y'all, be MP, y'all, be y'all be thinking like that
0: should work. Sex work is work, even and when I don't want to. Nut, I was nutty. No
2: shade. <laughs> and it, 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 y'all be thinking like doing this shit is easy, bro. No, I, I literally, we literally like look for outfits, look for like toys, like even when you don't even feel like doing the video, motherfuckers be like, bitch, pull out this, put out this, and I'm like, okay, bro, I gotta make this happen. Do this little video so I can, I can keep the money in rotation, even when you don't feel like it. So it's it, it's not easy. Do not just. And, and I'm not
1: gonna say everybody can't do it, but it's work. <laughs> yeah, it's and, work. and not even um, I didn't even go by a lot of people's requests because I'm still not gonna do stuff I don't want to do. Um, I kind of just did it my way because I didn't. I didn't want a platform where I have sex with a whole bunch of people. That's just my preference. I just um, I don't. I didn't. I didn't want to do that. I Why, kinda not? To, Why not? Why not? I don't know. I just, um, I don't know. I just prefer to do solo. But so, like platform wise like why are you didn't
2: want that on your platform?
1: Um, it's the mystery that makes. Sometimes when it's the mystery, because some people still ask me, "Are you bisexual or are you?" You know, it's for some people, it's the mystery that they are intrigued by. So I kind of like to keep that uh, dynamic because I'm selling an image, like selling a, I'm operating like a cishet guy. Um, I could dress, um, <laughs> I look good. Um, I don't really talk about uh, personal things. All the stuff on my platform is just about uh, pretending like I'm just horny and hot and ready. like. You know, <laughs> it's just a certain, it, it's the image and um, I, I'm not um against having, you know, doing videos with other people because, you know, Mia has done videos with other people. Like, I think it would be cool to do stuff with like cis women and some have asked me, but I don't know. I'm still like, I don't know, I'm so pushed back from that. I
2: feel I like be, as being
1: like a partner in a in like a sex work kind of
2: relationship, like if you're gonna do the sex work with the like the cuss, with the cis women, like you have a be name Of course
1: of course <laughs> <laughs> and of course, but um it, that's just for anybody, so but so far she's been the only person. And I've had a old, a couple old videos with men, but you ain't really, you ain't seen their face or nothing, but yeah, I had a couple, but it was not like a platform or, basically my advice would be, if you're going to do it, put out videos every day, be consistent. Yeah.
2: And that's
1: That's really the biggest thing. But
2: that's in anything in life. be creative.
1: Be creative. And do it your way.
2: I want to say this. Um, the people that I do have on my platform like, aren't just like regular people well they are regular people but it isn't just like I said hey you, you, can I suck your dick today? I want to film it and make That's it fine. like they're definitely clients
3: <laughs> <laughs> so That's it was what? like
2: oh I'm getting a coin well I can make some content too so like yeah. I, I don't really do that because it's a pandemic also but then it's also like yeah, I don't know your platform
1: was built like that though you see what I'm saying? So they expect that from you. So if you don't do it No, I'm just being honest. Your mine was mostly built off of solo. So they kinda expect me to just be so when you started, you did it with other men. So they expect that from you. You see what I'm when saying? you say other men, what exactly do you mean by that? Other men than other myself. Oh wow. <laughs> men other than myself. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So especially cis men, like they think it's hot. Like they're like, "Oh yeah, I would love to be with you and your boyfriend, your your girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, but your but your but your but your, the with your fans, they,
3: they be calling
2: me a nigga But I mean, that's the butch queens. They be thinking all they can do, all they got to do is throw on a wig and and pop them on and girl, we the same thing. We don't sit in the same section, girl.
1: <laughs> but anyways, yeah So they kind of expect more from a woman Especially a cis woman For me, I feel like me having
2: um, a I feel vagina, like you having a vagina
1: Gives
2: you
1: more of a coin too It don't work for every person with a vagina Best believe <laughs> 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 Best believe it don't work But yeah, that's my advice Just really put out content every day That's what or- I think
0: or if you don't wanna sell dicks and stuff, get two jobs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you can get two jobs. That's easier to save. But yeah. That's yeah. how it works. Get a roommate, get a roommate so you can save money. Also get multiple streams of incomes. Not just ne- not necessarily um you know, jobs, but multiple streams, of income. there's so many things you could do. Like, like Z is talking about flipping shoes. You mm-hmm. have to be creative in your mind of how you can bring money in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, know, I remember this dude, no shade. Um, well, I don't, I know it's not shade, but this dude, he spent a hundred dollars. This is how he started off. He went to thrift stores and bought a hundred dollars worth of furniture, mm-hmm. just a hundred dollars and refurbished some chairs mm-hmm. and a table. And sold them for more money, like sold them for more money than he bought them for. Refurbished, like repainted them, fixed them up, and made them reupholstered them. And then that the money that he made from it, so he ended up flipping that to like um, two fifty. He took that two fifty, went to another thrift store, got some more furniture, and he kept doing that until he made so much money that he opened his own furniture store. Wow! And now he he's making over like 200 200k a year with a furniture store that he started with a $100. I'm not saying that everybody should do this if you but that's a way that he thought outside mm-hmm. the box. Let me go to Goodwill, thrift mm-hmm. stores and find something that I can refurbish and make a product and make it better and then flip it and sell it for more. Like if you find a chair for $10 at Goodwill, and it's a nice chair, but it just needs to be repainted and reupholstered. You can sell that chair for fifty dollars, and you just made an extra forty dollars. That's how Mm -hmm. capitalism works, especially when it's (laughs) uh, it's (laughs) yeah, it's a it's a it's a good kind of capitalism that's not exploiting somebody else. Yeah, (laughs) oh, I made this product better, and I'm selling it for more.
2: So, are you know, girl, make it You
0: trail. just gotta really think outside the box, mm-hmm. outside the box of how you can make money. We are in, yeah. gone are the days where jobs are paying you so much yes. and opportunities are so fruitful where you can have one job. Some people are blessed like that, but we know that yep. millennials we, and, and Gen Zs, we know that it don't work like that for us no more we have to have multiple jobs we have because we have more debt than previously before it just is what it is so make sure you are thinking outside of the box even outside of jobs in ways to figure out how to get you money if you have an expertise Mm -hmm. sell online courses of you explaining your expertise really really well G- give something that provides value to somebody else and you mm-hmm. can create you know a whole new space of income for yourself so and it, see, if, you, wanna-
1: if you want to do sex work don't let those people compare it to selling your soul get to you <laughs> Because I've literally seen a trans guy say
2: that, and like, it's not going to be easy. Like, (laughs) people are going to read you, and people are going to like.
3: Yeah, people
2: are going to have like their opinions about about your about your content, and like, some for some people this can be vulnerable. So, like,
1: but people don't know this, but I've been doing sex work for years. They
2: don't know that.
1: They some might not, but before I was just escorting, before I was just doing that. And I had OnlyFans, but that was to promote for people to um, to basically hire me as an escort. But um, now I, I really and then I was making money from OnlyFans then, but I didn't take it seriously. And I really thought about it. I was like, you already have a fan base. So I already um, had a small fan base basically found they found me again because i never deleted the twitter i had and um basically i built it off of that so you just got to know what you good at (laughs) you got to be like shit sometimes it's not
0: even mean you have to do sex work but we're not gonna shame sex workers (gasps) and if you do sex work what bia's saying is it's it's gonna somebody gonna always have an opinion so be ready for it
2: Yeah, you can't be a sensitive girl,
0: Mm -hmm. right? You can be sensitive, but also there's non-sex worker ways that you can make money. Is it going to be fast? Maybe a fast sex work, maybe not. But it can be ways that you're comfortable with. But just Mm -hmm. think outside of the traditional get a job way. There are multiple ways that you can bring income to yourself. Particularly now, when we have the blessing of the internet, there are tons of ways. So mm-hmm. don't be pigeonholed into one, right. even if that's sex work. is sex work. If you don't want to do sex work, you don't have to do that. But these are options that you can have as trans folks to get your surgery.
1: Shit, now people go doing uh, GoFundMe and being successful. I remember I tried to do it years ago. It did not work for me. That was like, what the fuck is
0: this?
2: Well, you know, this is an era where the girls are capitalizing off of... Charity. Yeah, for charity. So I mean get like I'm happy for anybody who doesn't have to like go through certain traumas in order to get their transition done, like get your life. Like she I want her. you to, to to be feel complete without having to do a lot of stuff. But then like me, I couldn't do that just because I feel like
1: You could. I, you could
2: shop. No, I'm saying I wouldn't. I because I just feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't value it. Like it would be like, oh somebody just gave it to me. Like well for me, I feel like I would. I want to work for what for mine, and I wanted to like. I wanted to be meaningful. Like I put my all into this, and I actually got it because I've actually had the money for a surgery, and I just paid it. And I feel like. I feel like no. That's for me personally. Like I. Feel, I feel like mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. work for. I, what I have. Uh, I. I, I value what? it more. It'll mean more to me once I accomplish the goal. Like that's how I I, did, my, too. I did it
1: because when I did a for me all my family did was talk about me and just uh kind of just um make fun of it in a way and kind of just talk amongst each other and you know because I did it for my top surgery and so after that I was like you know what I'm gonna show you motherfuckers I'm gonna do this shit all on my own and that's what I did because that, that was the pride in me and so after that I decided I didn't want no handouts from nobody you see what I'm saying so I understand where you are coming from yeah
2: and but like also like of uh, just to, to end this um I feel like you can th- you can always learn like a skill like for like for women or you don't even have to be a woman like sometimes there are there are things that people are teaching online that like you can learn and profit off of like people learn how to microblade, people learn how to do just different things where you can capitalize off of it and especially in a pandemic where things aren't as accessible and then also media personalities a lot of people are at home and they're bored not I mentioned this before. I, Um, I was talking about the app Beagle. It's becoming a lot, lot popular. I've heard of of a lot of girls getting their surgery money because of the audience that they've built on there and like the money that they've been making from it. So like they're just, just never put yourself in, I guess what everybody's trying to say, don't put yourself in a box because there's always a way that you can make a point.
0: our last topic today is I want to ask y'all how important is how when y'all were single, I kind of know y'all answer, but I wanted us to discuss it when you, I was all this. um, When y'all were single, how important was your partner's money and stability coming into your life? So, I I, yeah, I was I listening. I was I was listening to. I was listening to this guy in his live, and he was talking about how he was at the barbershop This is a cis head dude, you know. <laughs> I barely. But if I'm listening to him, it's, I'm I randomly ad, accidentally rolled up on him and and he was kissing.
3: He was kissing. So <laughs> <laughs> you already yeah, had mother. a big.
0: You he had a big hawk he, had, he, had he, fine. <laughs> right, he fine. Right, he's fine. Or he got to big to dick and I'm just following him because I got, I need some eye candy. So, that's what it was. Somebody looked sickening and he was on live. <laughs> so, so, he gets to talking and then once he gets to talking, I'm like, oh, let me cut the sound off. <laughs> nah, some niggas, I just watch them with a sound off. But anyway, this time, his, the conversation was getting cute because other people were engaging and, and adding to it. So, it was a cute conversation. So, he basically started the conversation off saying that all the bitches in his life, um, all, all the chicks in his life that he sees, all, all chicks want want is dick and money. Um, all they looking for is dick and money. And my mentors, he, some old niggas that he fuck with, I guess, my mentors say the same thing. All they looking for is dick and money. And that's all you really need to have. And blah, 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 blah. And so I said in the comments of his of of his live that, and he kind of called himself snapping on me, but then I snapped back, and he was like, and he didn't respond, but everybody else responded like, "Ooh, she popped you." <laughs> you know how you were about. <laughs> they can't respond. <laughs> Those and their friends get to wear them about, like, ooh, she kind of got you together right there. So that's what happened. So, what he said, when he said that only women only are looking for dick and money, I said, well, if you put it like that, it sounds kind of bad. But if you put it like all women want is pleasure and stability, then it, it sounds a little bit more responsible because dick gives us pleasure, people who enjoy penis. Um, Dick is giving us pleasure and money is giving us stability. And the, and when you think of in an adult, you should be worried about when you're partnering with somebody, you should be worried about if they are pleasing you right. and you should be worried about stability. Nobody wants to be on the fucking street. And so his response to me, oh, that sounds like you a lazy motherfucker. That just sounds like you don't want to work. It takes two to tangle. I said, first of all, my nigga, I didn't say anything about your, your comment is about what women want. We didn't, we're not talking about what we bring to the table. You didn't even talk about any of that. That's what we want. Don't have shit to do with what we bring to the table. So you didn't ask me that, or or my work ethic, so calling me lazy or da-da-da-da, that has nothing to do with what the fuck I'm talking about. Because I have never been in a relationship with a nigga that made more money than me. Every nigga that I, except for one, I'm sorry. But even in that case, he wasn't taking care of me. (laughs) He made more money, but he wasn't taking care of me to the, like, I'm sitting up. Honey, eating great playing with my pussy and waiting for him to get home. I was working too at a job and every motherfucking thing. So I wasn't sitting back doing nothing. <laughs> so I right. never had no nigga that was just giving me, you know, this luxurious right. life. I always either had more money than them or they had um, you know, they they were helping me more than another dude was. So when I was telling him, I was like, it has nothing to do with my lazy. If I want a nigga who makes a certain amount of money that's comparable to me, more or less, mm-hmm. or equal, or a little bit less or equal, enough that I can I can handle, I can I can deal with it, and it gives me security where I stay, I think that that is a important quality that I look for in a dude. And dick is important. My pleasure is important. So if I want you to have a certain size dick, if I want you to have yeah. a certain thickness girth of dick, then that <laughs> is my pleasure. That's what I want. So therefore, right. I don't think it's a problem to be looking for dick and money. So what I wanted to ask y'all is when you are when you were when you were single and you were choosing a partner, how important was the thing or how important do you think those qualities are in choosing a partner? You
2: first. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, I this they said we don't let you talk. So, I'm I'm saying because this is a a really feminist podcast So, we want to
1: make sure we give you mic all the time Wait, feminist podcast We want to make sure you give mic
2: Yeah, because you're the masculine part of our podcast So, I want to make sure that you are able to speak and
1: voice your opinion thoroughly Okay Um, When I was single I wasn't single, I haven't been single since I was 21 so i was just when i got with me i was figuring things out but um it wasn't important to me then um i did want somebody that um um as far as hmm, what was the question is as far as like money was okay yes i like stability um I'm the type of person where I don't want um, a dynamic where um, I do all the work, and the reason being is because men they usually operate that way, where they do all the work and they are the sole um, um, income provider. And that usually comes with a price, and they usually expect things with that. They um, they they usually expect a certain. Like and that cause that's a very strict binary um dynamic. It's like old school to me. And usually they would expect the woman to cook and clean and blah blah blah. I like I wanted a dynamic where we both were stability stable, both on our ship, both making money. It don't matter who made the most, but if we had certain responsibilities we set out for each other then we live up to those expectations. If somehow we, one of us ends up slacking, that's fine. The other one is in a good, stable position where we could pick up the slack for each other. So there's never any fall off. Like there's um, like a teamwork thing. Like, okay, you, you, you had this responsibility that we set out. You fell off on it. Okay, I'll pick it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm in that position where I could do that. And it could be that type of dynamic. I don't want a um, strict binary um, way of life with a partner, but I do, I have always wanted a partner that was stable money-wise. And I think that's why my last um, long-term relationship, um, we were on two different paths because um, basically she, her parents, you know, provided everything for, her. and, um, you know, and she was real cool. We had chemistry, but my parents didn't give me everything. Um, um, and, and I was, I was ready to move forward with adulthood faster, even though she was older and it was certain, um, maturity I saw that she had to get to, so i would say it's really about your mindset i don't expect for to i don't um i don't want to be with a woman that expect me to provide everything yes uh it uh, yes it's important to want to be spoiled for for depending on what type of person you are like for me i like to be i might like to be spoiled in different ways than most That I don't necessarily necessarily mean financially And for some women, they don't want to be spoiled financially. They just want to have um, pleasure and stability. And that's really all they ask for. And just um, some women can't be with a man that don't show emotion. Some of them can. Like, it just depends on the chemistry. So for me, I would say money is important because that's how I I don't want to have a baby until I'm in a place where I don't have to do sex work for money I don't have to do certain things like there's certain priorities I have like I have I want my life set up to where it's kind of planned you see what I'm saying like and you know be with somebody that is into that you see what I'm saying so you know somebody that complements your strengths and you your strengths complement their weaknesses and that's how it is with me it really like um I'm so organized I'm sorry I'm being a long way, but I'm super organized and very um, um good with time. And she's not really good with those things, but I've been teaching her tools, you know, just helping. Let me tell so them sp- you be with you. Let me tell
3: I'm
1: them I'm be with you. Okay, okay, I'm gonna tell you what she's helped me with. She's helped me, um, she's helped me be more outspoken and go for the things I want in life. And actually, um, and not because when she met me, I was kind of just stuck. She was like, what do you want? I was like, I don't know. What do you want to do? And like, I don't know. Well, what type of career? I don't know. What well, you plan on going to school? I don't know. What do you want, top surgery? I don't know. What do you want? Like, I just didn't know nothing. But she knew what she wanted. She just has, I ain't going to put you, but you just, it, organization is not her strength. And that's my strength. So okay, so y'all balance. So it sounds like y'all balance yes. each other. Yes. yes, and she's not good at <laughs> communication. <laughs> I am. So it's just like it's this balance. So if I was to be with anybody, I would look for people that so, are okay, looking. Okay, so you,
2: you you said how you I, how you balance me? How do I balance
1: you? I just said it. What you made me see like go for things I wanted in life, because um, you helped me recognize what I did want. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You'd be like, well, why don't you do this? And I'd be like, okay, interesting. Why don't I do this? Or, and then if I had an idea, you didn't get in my way of letting me do that. However, I've gotten in your way of letting you do things. So, and then, but you told me, okay, I'm not in your fucking way, get out of my way. And I'd be like, okay, you right. You know what I'm saying? So
0: it's just been we like opposites but not it's interesting y'all complimentary yes yeah and i think that's the beauty of y'all relationship that i am i don't want to say i'm surprised because although i didn't know um you z prior to y'all relationship i did know mia and um you know seeing y'all come together and and how y'all you know i've Shit, I've been here the whole time in y'all relationship. You see what I'm saying? I'm seeing how y'all have actively worked through problems, actively worked through insecurities amongst each other, and really try to make it work and, for each other. Mm-hmm. I think that is what is the root of y'all success in regards to, you know, y'all are complimentary. How y'all think about seeing even in the midst of the problems, even in the midst of, Problems coming up, how y'all approach them is why y'all have had the longevity that y'all have. Because you know, mm-hmm. you know, some people it works out at the beginning, but honey, soon as something up yeah. in the road comes, oh, blow up and we're done. Really, mm-hmm. y'all really, yeah. y'all really are active in trying to um, make that work, and y'all do compliment each other. Absolutely. Thank you,
2: thank you. Mm-hmm. You I've, turn your time to answer. Okay, so like
1: because you're not used to being with a
0: trans guy, so I know a lot of that (laughs) I remember the question is how do you, how important was it when you were single, is that stability and pleasure how are those things important to you has it changed since you've been in a relationship or what was it like prior
2: so And prior to being in a relationship, I was single for a really, really long time. Like, this is my first relationship. So, like, my standards, I I would say that were a lot higher than your average person, but only because I felt like they had to be as a trans woman. Like, I felt like I couldn't let certain shit slide. Like, there were certain things that you had to do in order for me to be comfortable. Because, like, going through, like, the transition... Of letting people wear me out and wasting my time, I was like, girl, I need to figure out what I want. So in the beginning, I'm 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 from the South, so I'm very traditional. So I feel like before I got in a relationship, <laughs> and I used to tell my sister this, like if you if you go out, make sure that the, the trade is paying your way, don't go out with no piece of trade that can't pay for your date. That's late. You want me to be with no broke piece of trade. Like, how y'all gonna get y'all you're not, you don't need to be with a broke man because how are y'all going to elevate and you're doing your due deals and you're trying to carry him on, it's just not gonna work. But then I always, all, also always told her, always have your coin ready. Don't ever come to a date and you don't have no coin. Then, then you'll gag because if you ain't had this conversation with Trey and you just think that he about to pay, pay for everything and he gagged you and just paid for his part. <laughs> then you don't know what you're going to do. So, but I'm not saying that you're, you're
1: like, she's broke. I was broke, broke huh? so I was broken when we got
2: together. Well, okay, so listen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I,
2: I felt like, I felt like, um, that's broke. It's just escorting, I felt <laughs> like I, I that's what I wanted. Like, I felt like I I needed this hero. Like, um, not even just a hero, just I wanted somebody that was already on that shit so that it, I could compliment them. Cause I'm financially, I know that I can, be, I'm a stable woman and I, I like, I can, I can pull a rabbit out of a hat, but I also wanted somebody who, who was like the opposite of me financially. Like that could teach me something different versus just the, the steady hustle of my mentality, but also had a shit together and I, and also respected me. So.
3: Going into a relationship
0: with a young trans guy. Wait, wait, wait. Can I expand on that a little bit? Because I think that's an important point you just made. When we come into this life as trans women, I don't know necessarily how it works for trans men, but as a trans woman, coming into this life, Mm -hmm. sex work is immediately how that's just the tool that is presented there's no other way that somebody presents to you this is how you can make money or this is how you save or this is how you invest in this and i don't and now paying attention to other people in, around my life like even cisgender people like my mom when she was struggling my aunt her <laughs> right here my aunt Rye well, said, girl, you got a pussy. You should never be broke. You got a pussy between your legs. <laughs> so even her, like even her, she she was, even my mom was pushed into sex work. You get what I'm saying? When she was struggling, she was like, no, my aunt was like, no motherfucker, helping you, bitch. You need to get one of these niggas. You couldn't, you, you running out, setting pussy out to these other motherfuckers for free. Set pussy out to one of these older niggas that got some money. Let me introduce you to one of them. And that's literally what she did. And she introduced my seventeen-year-old mom <laughs> to a, a, a nigga that got coins. And but she she was a hoe. She didn't she didn't know no better either. And she was like, "Yo, this is how you survive, girl, because these motherfuckers ain't gonna help you. Our family ain't gonna help you. They motherfucking Christian. Da 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 da. They gonna judge. Da da da. I'm just telling you what I know. And my mama, she had been fucking. He just recently passed. He was like ninety something." <laughs> she had been fucking with him since she was 17 and he was like maybe 40 something like maybe 30 like late 38 or something like that but he had money and been had money so her whole life he was her trick he was somebody that she could come to and say hey mm-hmm. and so even her me looking now at first I was, I was making it seem like it was unique to trans women but that's just really not the case it's unique to women that's always something because we know that we are objectified and we know that we are um you know that is we are exploited we know that we can turn to that to make us money and so nobody is teaching us other ways nobody is teaching us how to affect to um invest in the stock market and, and e-trade and and flip houses and do we even have the resources to do that and it's so many things that people are not teaching us in regards to about money i didn't know about credit nobody i knew in my family knew about credit they all had bad credit and didn't know how to fix it so all these things are something that we don't actually and it's not exclusive to trans women but we don't know how to navigate money in a certain way. So this is the only way that we learn initially how to survive. But go ahead, me. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I,
2: I totally agree with that. And um, like they're, they're, like that's what a lot of men who date trans women, they say, well, like every trans woman that I talk to is a sex worker. Well, a lot of girls want to pay for their surgeries and a lot of girls don't want to go through discrimination while they're trying to pay for their surgery. So they just be like, okay, well, I know how this girl did. I know how this girl did it. So let me get it done. And it's just kind of been passed down that way. The men don't. We, we rarely hear a case where a man has said, oh, I actually have the money to do this for you. I'm going to get it done. It's really rare. It's so rare. A lot of them but but for the true. cis women, you know, y'all get the moon and the stars. Y'all get brand new cars, houses.
0: Not all of them. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying,
0: um. You got to be, honey, uh, Drea, Michelle, or you, you have, even with cis women to get that kind of treatment, you have to be on a certain, feel like a certain social capital in regards to beauty and youth and all that kind of stuff to get shit just handed to you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I'm not going to say that like, when, like, a, the, I'm not trying to paint a picture like women are just like, we can't. Like we're not lawyers. Like we're not people who have money. Like we're not the bosses sitting here. As I know, I know plenty. I'm just, um, I'm just saying from my experience, and that that's what I needed. Like I want, I was making, I was making a a pretty decent coin, and if I tried, I could make a, a really cute one. And if I was gonna be with somebody that took me out of that, I wanted them to be financially stable. That way, I could try to work on doing things the right way. If the sex work got in between whatever we had going on, but getting a relationship with Z with a trans man, like that whole like thought process of like trying to battle him with sex work in the beginning of our relationship was like, Oh, this should be a piece of cake. Cause we want the same thing. Like, <laughs> like, and I could, and I can show you some tricks and stuff to get you where you need to be. And we could play this thing together and it'll be sickening. And so it was not a smooth ride. <laughs> the, the being in a, a relationship and you both were doing sex work and then you both believe in monogamy. It it just and there's some fine lines that are blurred and
1: respectability politics. And
2: respectability politics, depending on which it just it was a lot. But <laughs> I but Z didn't didn't come in our relationship being like this picture of of a Bitcoin and you wasn't broke, but you. Okay. I but I. How can I? In imagine? my eyes, I was. No, from, like I don't know, like I. I'm a real good judge of character, and I felt like I felt like, like with the right tools, you could be a beast. Like, like you have the work ethic, you just wasn't in the. You just wouldn't put your focus in the right areas. And I'm not saying that the right areas was sex work. I'm just saying like, I feel like you didn't have somebody in your ear saying, like, do this. You could do this. Like, have you thought of this? Try this. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like okay. And I'm not saying I I I'm with you because I
1: wanted to mold you into something. No, I already I just know, felt babe. like It happened organically. We yeah, both know We that.
2: both felt like we both had potential, and we both helped each other out in our relationship, and it worked. It worked beautifully, and and I wouldn't have had it any other way. I, uh, we still have our ups and downs, but but the beautiful thing about being in a relationship is like learning how to communicate. And, but, and it's not a one year thing It's not a two year thing Like it's for ever
1: ongoing But it's, like it's, it's Cause that sounds so broad I would say it com- There comes a time Where you know each other And you know When something's off And sometimes you know When to back the fuck up And shut up And just go in your own zone And then Sometimes you know To just be like When to speak and like you kind of just go off each other energy, and then you just leave shit alone when <laughs> it needs to be left alone. Okay, you're in your mode right now. Okay, I'm backing up. I'm I'm gonna go to the store real quick. You know, handle some business, get some shit out the way. I'll be I see you in a bit. Like you gotta know, go off their energy. And some people like to pick fights. Sometimes you know, you know that's when they need some attention. Okay, so like I knew she was mad the other day. I just, and I knew some simple like bringing flowers, but well, she's a flower girl. Just bring flowers and then it'd be that. Cause I, cause I had kind of bickered at her cause she fucked some, fucked the blind. No, ass.
2: I was having an issue at work. My, she, she, my manager was wearing my pussy out and I was, I was upset. I'm trying to like on the verge of trying to see if she's. I'm not going to go there But we were just I was having some issues With my manager And I was already frustrated And Z came in with like Some petty shit Because the blind fell And he got to barking About the goddamn blind I'm like bro You were doing all that right.
1: It was like The seventeen blind She messed up, And I was like Okay let me Let me go into the cell. Okay I'm bringing <laughs> Some flowers Okay better well. it so It's crazy. just like You got to know you gotta put your pride to the side, and that's really what it's mostly about—putting your pride to the side, more than communication. Like you gotta work on it. Like I think communication is a big communication part. Like, is the first the pride thing. To the side
2: like goes to
1: hand in hand, but like communication. Oh my gosh, communication to where you know each other to certain things you don't have to communicate no more. You see what I'm saying? No, no it's certain things you don't. Ha- we don't have to what's understood is understood it was understood i don't need to be sad sometimes like sometimes you nigga you know i don't like that so why are you doing it and then like all you got to do is give me a look and i go oh yeah and i just bag out that's um, that's like in oh, Okay,
2: but, i mean that's cute i also think that you deserve your own time like never forget that
1: yeah that's true But basically, money is important, especially if you want to build Oh, yeah,
2: that's what I was going to say. So, yeah, money is important. Like, no shade, like, it, like, another reason why I really love being in a relationship with Z is because. He like he does his like he takes care of his business like I'm not I don't have to ask him like oh you got the point for this no he has it he's making sure that he's doing his due deals so that he can be on time for this so he can it might be stingy
1: so, might be a little
2: stingy but we're working on that I
1: might be but a little I ain't gonna lie. I might be a little st- but that's like, how you stay stable like <laughs> nice, you no know, I'm
2: talking about.
1: Like, I get you. I get you nice gifts. I get you nice things, but I'm not the type of nigga that's... I'm sorry. I I don't have money like that to where I could just spoil you. Just... All the oh, time. I, I'm not no. worried
0: about none of that, baby. As long as you as long as you're not in <laughs> not city with paying these motherfucking bills. Yeah. I, as long as that rent, when that rent bill come on the first, you got your portion. As long as that <laughs> light bill come on the first, or whenever it comes, you got your portion. As long as that internet bill, you got your portion. I don't care about that, because what, you saving me coins so I can buy my own shit. <laughs> right.
1: I'm I wanted to get to a... I wanted to get to a place where just in case she didn't have it, you know, didn't have her portion of anything, I was able to pick up the slack and be like that. You see what I'm saying? Like, and it just go like that. And that's what we finally get into. And I didn't want I don't I didn't want to be in a, a thing where she expect me to do all this binary stuff like. I, and, I, and I'm There's going some binary
2: it. stuff that I
1: do expect now. Yeah, it is. And I do it.
2: Yeah, I mean and I do it too.
1: Like what?
2: Yeah, I've been learning how to cook. I got a couple of dishes now. I think that's binary. Cause if you wanna think if you really wanna be honest about it, I feel like I shouldn't be cooking it. Okay, I'll give, I'll give you
1: I'll give you your um your props.
2: Wait a minute. Did you just side on me when I said I was cooking? So you don't know like my food? No, I like <laughs> the food. I, I,
1: I just you don't really cook. <laughs> like you good when you do First it, time. but and that's okay because so sometimes life gets to where you can't always cook, and sometimes I just cook for myself and call it a day. You right? You cook
2: for yourself
3: <laughs>
2: for us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Honestly, when I cook, you don't care for my stuff. Oh, oh that's why. Yes. let's oh, be for real. let's be,
2: oh, real. Let's
1: be
2: I'm, real. I'm definitely cooking some shrimp and fries. Some coconut shrimp and
1: fries. No, and so I'm, I, I'm ta- I don't think I'm talking can- about my food. Let's be real. When I cook. See? Bye. Come on, be real. What that's like not a good
2: excuse tonight. To not ask
1: me, bitch, do you want to play, girl? She don't care that's for my it. food. She don't care for my food, which I understand because I eat like a, a birdie sometimes. You haven't what? ate like a bird since you was a vegetarian. Bye. A, a vegan.
2: Um. So, yeah, that's how it's going.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I think, that, I think that's... Uh, for me, I... I think that's a beautiful thing. And I know when, if, if I find a guy to c- come in, I'm so comfortable now with being single and so efficient in taking care of myself that for yeah. a guy to come into my life, I feel like I'm about to go on earth a kid, <laughs> on earth a kid <laughs> rant. But for, I, for a guy to come in my life, compromise, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what <All> right. Stupid! <laughs> <laughs> Y'all right. so no. Just like you know, that's what I feel like. I shouldn't have to compromise, honey. You need to come into my life and fit in a way. my My love language is acts of service. I need you to come into my life and make my life easier. What value are you bringing besides? You know, what value I like penis. So v- my, my sexuality is my se- a part of my self care. So I need you to bring valuable penis, <laughs> but also stability. How are you making my life easier by you being in my life? Like, and this not, I guess money is a part of it, but also, yeah. you know, like, like you just said, mental, mental shit, like yo, emotion, are you just choosing to argue with me to stress me the fuck out. You, you chose in that moment that even though I'm pissed off about these blinds, cause it's the 511 time that it's happened. I don't think these blinds is worth this big ass argument when she's stressed out about something else. Let me bring right. flowers. Are you making those decisions that this argument is not worth stressing me out? That is how a relationship works. That's how you make it better. That's how you make it valuable. And so I haven't had a dude in my recent years that is consistent enough to bring value to my life, mm-hmm. consistent enough engaging with me to bring value to my life, consistent enough to say, yeah, do I have niggas hit me up? Talk about let's go on a date and we'll go out on a date. Yeah, we go out on a date. They still hit me up. But it, what it usually is, is because they know that I'm not just going to be sexual. They'll hit me up and they'll be pretending to be the, 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 the nigga in the pictures. I'm going to take you out on a couple of dates, but it eventually is going to be, so when we gonna hook up, it's going to eventually just default to sexuality. It, you get what I'm saying? They can pretend mm-hmm. for so long, but eventually it's going to come out that you really just here for sex. Right. <laughs> so I haven't had somebody who is coming into my life and bringing that value consistently. Do I get dates? Absolutely. Do I get somebody hit me up, talk about how beautiful I am? Absolutely. But actually bringing value to my life, I literally haven't had that, you know, so long. And that's why I've been single since two thousand and twelve. Because nobody has stepped up to the plate and said, "I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be driven to try to convince this woman that I bring value to her life because I'm literally my actions are doing that." I haven't had that yet. I had. I want to give this woman some dick, so I'm going to take her out in a couple of days to get the to get the ass. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's been that's literally mm-hmm. all I have been coming across, and so, you know,
1: that, that's very common amongst trans women. And then think about your generation where their parents never had to talk of how to engage with trans women and that trans women exist and. Um, how to engage with women, period, without those weird binaries, so, I got, I already know
0: the younger generation, oh, Man, and honestly, honestly, see, I don't even think they invested in the binary like that, they say that shit, but if I, me watching cisgender motherfuckers relationships, they don't all, they, they get a real oh, adaptable yeah. think about when trey lose their job and they broke his shit and you and the chick is still staying with him those fucking Boy, binaries yeah. are what she expect and what she wanted prior to that they throw that out the window they mm-hmm. all working we know that black women historically ain't just been sitting up high off the hall being taken care of oh, no because mm-hmm. black men is usually broke and so they usually You know, it's usually both of them are contributing to the household. That's usually what it Mm -hmm. is. It's rarely, rarely. Now, I've seen it, it, but it's rarely I've seen that the dude is taking care of every single thing. Mm -hmm. Have I seen that? Absolutely. But that is rare. Usually in, you know, in our, in my community that I've been a part of, it Mm -hmm. is usually the woman working and the man working. And that's what Mm -hmm. it is. Everybody contributing to the household running. And so I don't Mm -hmm. really see the, it's traditional to want that The man providing And the woman home mm-hmm. that I, But that usually is not how it really Turns out in the real world That I see
1: sure. I was open to that I was very much open to that To the idea of taking care of a woman Doing that fully But I also had in the back of my mind There's certain expectations I would have That came along with that And I was willing to um, I was talking to a girl In the middle of us talking we wasn't together, but she had got pregnant, and I was like, "I'm down." Like, you know, I, I was on that on that type of shit. Like, I'll provide, I'll be down because I just want to fuck with you, or whatever, you know. Like, I had that mindset, so I was all in. But now, as I matured, um, I don't know. I I like the idea of just having a partner that um that's not afraid to go for their own goals and do things and make money for themselves so they don't feel like um that they're trapped or i don't know i just don't like that feeling of that dynamic i guess it just depends on who you are i don't know
0: i get what you're saying because i don't want to be in where he's taking he's taking care of all the bills he's taking care of all the bills and i feel like i'm obligated to do some shit because if yeah out. then i'm gonna be unstable he can put me out or he can be done with me as soon as he replaced me with a younger girl or replaced me with a girl with a better body or a better face Mm -hmm. or, you know, whenever he feels like replacing me Mm -hmm. and I'm stuck because he's taking care of all the bills. I never want to be in that situation. I want to be... Especially
1: if you're going to be the mother of my children because in the reality of the situation, people split. You see what I'm saying? And if we're ever in a situation where we split and we happen to have children together, I don't want their household to change. You see what right. I'm saying? They're the type of dynamic. You see what I'm saying? Like that's what also what I think about.
0: All right. Well, tell us what y'all think, um, Marsha's play audience. Tell us what y'all think is money and stability important. How are y'all navigating in, in navigating it in your life if you are cisgender, if you are transgender, if you're a trans man, if you're a trans woman, if you're a non-binary person, wherever you are on the spectrum, let us know. Um, hit us up either on Instagram, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up wherever you can find us. We are Marsha's Plate on those platforms. And I think we did a show. Yeah. We did, y'all. So we we'll see y'all all next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: let me go and get to work and slave. <laughs> all
0: right, bye.
1: No, let me stop.
0: <laughs> You're making <laughs> a yeah. out here. Yeah. You're just
1: having
2: surgery, baby.
1: I'm getting paid for my work, shit. <laughs>
0: well that's it thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate you can listen to us on itunes and soundcloud make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars y'all
2: and go like our facebook page and leave some comments we'll be posting exclusive content every thursday so you definitely don't want to miss out
1: you can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com.
0: And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, me? Yeah?
2: Oh, bye, y'all! Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every little day's gonna be alright. It, be to be be right. Right. it will be alright It will be alright